Hey folks, this is Jesse Cope, back with another episode of the American Soul Podcast. Hope y'all are doing well, wherever y'all are, and whatever part of the day you're in. I sure do appreciate you joining me, giving me a little bit of your time. I know y'all have a million other things to do today as each day, so I appreciate it. Maybe it gets you through driving up and down the road or getting ready for work, conference period, lunch, changing diapers, dishes, vacuuming, cooking. I remember my mother and my father, for that matter, for different reasons, listening to Paul Harvey. For those of y'all that remember him as a little kid, in the kitchen, my mom would when she was cooking or doing dishes or something, and sometimes dad would, I don't know if he was making coffee or something, I think, in the middle of the day or whenever Paul Harvey used to come on, but anyway, or maybe you can listen to it around the dinner table with the family at night, I don't know, we'll see. Huge news on the homestead. We got some rain recently. Wasn't a lot, but it was a little. And that's enough to start with. (laughs) Thank you, Lord. Uh, We desperately needed it. Our farmers, ranchers, they, they really needed it. So, Father, thank you for today. Thank you for you, Father, and your Son, Jesus Christ, and your Holy Spirit. Thank you for your love and your forgiveness, your mercy. Thank you for rain. Thank you for time to spend with you, for the people that listen to and share this podcast. Be with them and their families. Guide them. Bless them. Be with our country. Be with those who defend us. Keep them safe. Bring them home safe to their families. Help us to seek you first, Father, to love you with all that we are, to love our neighbors as ourselves. And guide my words today, please. In the name of your Son, Jesus Christ, we pray. Amen. We're going to go back to Noah Webster. I think maybe maybe one last time. And uh, yeah. Really probably have a couple left, but maybe we'll I don't know. We might do one more day. We'll see. For this reason, Society requires the education of youth should be watched with the most scrupulous attention. Education, in a great measure, forms the moral characters of men, and morals are the basis of government. 
Education should therefore be the first care of a legislature, not merely the institution of schools, but the furnishing of them with the best men for teachers. A good system of education should be the first article in the code of political regulations. For it is much easier to introduce and establish an effectual system for preserving morals than to correct by penal statutes the ill effects of a bad system. So there's a couple things here that kind of jump out at you. Uh, Probably the more important, I don't know, is education is where we really form our moral character. Now that can be education in schools, which it should be uh, for sure, but it absolutely has to be at home first. And so you see a couple really uh, non-politically correct statements here from Noah Webster right at off the bat of this statement, and that is, one, it indirectly implies, and, you know, this is just one quote out of the speech, so maybe he directly implied it somewhere else, but, and and it was just the case at this time, so there wasn't even a reason to make the comment. It's, It's almost impossible to overstate the importance of mothers in homes with their children because the mother being there with the children is an extension of the husband, the father, and really they're the family as a whole. And she teaches those morals to those children when they're young, right? Which is a great argument today in particular. And and then it was as well for, schooling at home, right? The second thing that's really unpolitical or impolitic is the right word is that if we don't have morals taught in schools as the central part, the main point of schools, how to be a good citizen, uh, you know, honor, integrity, courage, commitment, love, patience, faith, perseverance, determination. If those aren't taught as as the, the point of school, how to be a good husband, how to be a good wife, marriage, right? Especially today, if we're going to give our kids away starting at six weeks old to daycares and then to public education, so basically we're going to go ahead and give them away for the first 18 years of their life, and then they're gone from us anyway. (laughs) We better make sure that wherever they're going, wherever they're spending the majority of their days and weeks and months and years, because when you really break it down, folks, we as parents see our kids less than the teachers, uh, the daycare workers, the coaches, 
the counselors and administrators, right? That's the way the system's been set up, and that's that's what the left told us they wanted. That's where they've been going, and we've been going right along with them for, for about a century now. If we're going to have that, we better make sure that those people are teaching morals, that the Bible is the center of the schools and classrooms and athletic fields, gyms, music halls, art rooms. Not only for our children, but for our future. Because those morals are the basis of the government. And we've, there's so many quotes. You could go back to uh, Garfield's quote. President Garfield's is a great one about that we read within the last few weeks. If Congress is corrupt, right, if it's immoral, if it's greedy, if it's all of these things, it's because we let it and because we've taught those morals to our children as a whole. If it's pure, if it's intelligent, if it's honest and trustworthy, it's because we demand it and because we've taught those things to the youth as children. A second comment here, uh, it's just just so important and imperative. Uh, Because this is so important, it should be the very first priority of of legislature, both at state and national level. And and not the way that so many politicians say it today. They, They say it's really important, and a lot of people do outside of the political sphere too. A lot of our teachers unions and just cultural leaders, it's really important, but their actions don't back that up. They either don't really give any time to education or when they do, it's following views that actually break down education in our country, right? The, the values of the left that they want to put in there, the DEI scores, the critical race theory, the LGBTQ stuff, the support for illegal immigration directly and indirectly, socialism, communism, revisionist history, uh, feminism, etc., etc., etc. But it says, furnish them with the best men. We give all of this taxpayer money to the welfare system. We abandon our veterans. Uh, we pay our firefighters, our police, our teachers extremely poorly. Who You can make the argument that those are the core places where you really want the best of men, more so than uh, mayors or governors or senators and representatives, whether it's the state or the federal level, those those people that actually execute the day-to-day happenings in a local community, why would you not want the very, very best men you could get in each of those professions. And yet we pay them, and the military too, throw that in, we pay them pittance. And then we can't figure out why there's poor quality in those industries. It's it's really a miracle that we've had the quality we've had up until the last few, probably couple decades, few decades, 
And you can make an argument for the difference between urban settings and rural settings there as far as the quality goes. But if we really want the best, the private sector, folks, is a great example. It's, it's really how the world works. And so the companies that want the best employees, what's one of the, the ways they really attract those people? They have the best pay. Can you imagine if the pay of teachers and police officers and firefighters and military was doubled, easily done by taking money from welfare programs? So maybe instead of getting money to people that don't work after stealing it from people that do work, we could use tax money to actually pay the teachers and the police officers and the firefighters and the military a little bit better. Can you imagine how much that would change the demand and the desire of people that were really well qualified to go into those fields? Uh, and then the last one is just the truth here out of this quote. It's, it's much easier to introduce and establish uh, an effectual system for, for preserving morals, right? So it's easier to teach children uh, the principles of God and Jesus Christ early on in their life uh, to preserve those morals, to make marriages stronger, uh, to prevent rape and violence and theft and greed than it is to try and correct them by penal statutes, uh, after the fact, which we see today. I mean, you just look at the jails around the country, uh, look at what's going on with our citizens in particular, and it's easy to see the truth in that statement, if, if you're honest. The goodness of a heart is of infinitely more consequence to society than the elegance of manners, nor will any superficial accomplishments repair the want of principle in the mind. It is always better to be vulgarly right than politely wrong. I've, I've always loved that last little, it's to be vulgarly right than poli politely wrong. The education of youth is an employment of more consequence than making laws and preaching the gospel because it lays the foundation on which both law and gospel rest for success. So how we educate our youth is more important than the people, or not the people, but the, the making of laws and the preaching of the gospel because the way we educate our youth, we teach them those principles of God and Jesus Christ early on. Then they become the best they can at making those laws and preaching the gospel, the good news. And you can make that argument across any field if we teach those morals and principles of, of God and Jesus Christ early on to our children uh, in public education because it's taxpayer funded and that's what strengthens the nation that it makes our doctors better it makes our lawyers our jurists better it makes our teachers our police our firefighters our first responders and general ems right it makes all of these better quality men and then the decisions are better has to be that way, folks. And it's no wonder then why we're struggling so much because we have thrown God out of the education of our youth as a whole. God bless y'all. God bless your families. God bless your marriages. God bless America. 
We'll talk to y'all again real soon, folks. Looking forward to it.